Lit. Yo, 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 yo. What's going on my podcast? Yeah, what's going on? Beast World. Big shout out to our other guest, KT. We got a special guest in here with us. What's going on, y'all? Appreciate you guys for having me. Reed. What's up, man? I'm good. How you doing, man? I'm doing good, bro. Good, good, good. Thank you guys for having me up here. This is lit. For sure. Yeah, man, you know. So uh, let everybody know where you're from, bro. Um, I am from Raleigh, North Carolina, originally. Raleigh, North Carolina, center of North Carolina. Um, been here all my life. Uh, but yeah, right here. And I'm actually in Durham right now, going to school at North Carolina Central. Uh, so that's lit too. So shout out to the Bull City for sure. For sure, for sure, man. Yeah. All right, man. Before we when we get them introductions out the way, man, what we like to do on our show is we like to get to them. Uh, <laughs> so we like to let the uh the guests make a toast, man. It don't have to be alcohol, ain't no peer pressure, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh uh, no, I can uh try to grab a shot real quick. Hey, if you if you got some alcohol, I'm gonna just partake yeah. in the water, but you know. Water. Hold on. But yeah, let me grab my drink. Hold on, hold on, hold on. For sure. I'm gonna go uh matter of fact, I'm gonna go with the water. I'm gonna go with the water, go with the water. <clears throat> All right, man. So you got to make a toast, man. We like to let our guests make a toast. What you want to toast to? Um, I want to make a toast to progress, um, and learning because that's what I've been focused on this year: making progress and continuing to learn and uh, progress in what I do. So, toast to progress and learning, definitely for sure. <laughs> I like that. That's creative too. That's nice. Yeah, man, it's a little something, something. That's nice for sure. <clears throat> so my boy KT, the other host, he usually uh do a little trivia. I don't got no trivia for you. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> uh, that'd be the. So you're from North Carolina. Uh, what's the biggest city in uh, North Carolina? Will be the trivia question for today. Um, right now I say Charlotte. Charlotte. Um, Charlotte is popping. Uh, you know, you got the Hornets going crazy right now in the league. Uh, you got you know the baby out there. Um, but I'll, I'll say I'll say Charlotte definitely, probably. You say Charlotte? Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Charlotte, Queen City. Yeah. So Charlotte is uh the largest city population wise. At about yeah, about um, hundred thousand maybe a little over. Not, well, nah, actually, Raleigh just hit, uh, which is where I'm from. Raleigh just hit a million. Crazy. Really? Um, yeah, they they put out. I believe they put out that stat either earlier this year. Um, but Raleigh, the city, has hit one million people, which is crazy. But I say the like most popping city is like Charlotte. Um, it's like you want to come to have like a good time, nightlife, and all that. Charlotte. Yeah. Big facts, man. So, man, yeah, Justin yeah, yeah. Reed, we know you record music, man. What are three things people don't know about you? Ooh, three. These are good questions. Three things people do not know about me. Um, Well, I am addicted to Martin, the show Martin. That's a classic. 
Um, a lot. So my only my close friends know that, but a lot of people don't know like what I be watching. Obviously, so my I'm addicted to watching Martin. Um, and SpongeBob. Uh, I can cook a little bit, not crazy style, but I can do a little something. And what else? Something people don't know about. Oh, and I'm ambidextrous, so like I can play basketball and shoot with my left, but I write with my right hand. Okay. So yeah. That's just off the clock. I mean, that's a good question. <laughs> All right, man. So, uh, what you, uh, what you majoring in in college right now? Oh, um, wow. So my major has actually changed twice. So I came in because I'm a senior now. Um, I came in originally majoring in music. Um, but I found out when I got here, in order to like completely go into your major, you have to know how to read sheet music, and I don't necessarily know how to read sheet music just yet. <laughs> um. I, you know, I just never really got into that. Um, but so I switched it to elementary education and I switched it to that because of the job that I was working or the job that I'm working right now, which is at the YMCA. Um, so that's something a lot of people don't know about me. I'm also a site coordinator at the YMCA for the youth department. Um, so I switched to my major because I was like, aside from music, I got to have like a backup plan. So for when I graduate, I want to be able to like be maybe a... Um, director in the city for my so having a degree for that would have been good um so i actually had a meeting with my job and they said with that job is you don't really necessarily need a degree um so i switched it which is my major now to mass communication which is like journalism and you know um marketing and all that stuff in the music and tv industry which is something i'm also into so like podcasts i had a class about podcasts actually which is lit um, so that's my major right now, mass communications, and my concentration is broadcast media. For sure, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Raleigh. He was born and raised in Raleigh? Yep, born and raised, and my father's side is from uh, New Jersey. Okay. New Jersey, my mom is down here in North Carolina. Shout out to my mom, I see her in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out mom in the chat. Shout out to the moms. Uh, what would you? How would you explain? You know your childhood and your upbringing. You know, like the neighborhood and just yeah, experience and childhood. Um, dude, that's a great question. So actually, growing up, I I had a really good childhood. I was blessed. Um, I was blessed to be in a two parent home. Um, growing up, although my parents are separated now, I was still blessed and fortunate to have my father in the house. Um. Uh, grew up with a brother, um, which I now have a sister who is 12 years old. But in the beginning, it was me and my brother for a long time. Um, and then my sister came along, moved around a little bit, but we always stayed in North Carolina. So we moved around, you know, through Cary, uh, Raleigh area. Um, and then I just stayed in Raleigh, grew up, went to high school in Raleigh as well. Um, then my parents separated, but separated at a good age, didn't really affect us too much. Um, I still shout out to my father, love, love that man to death. Um, but I was also raised by a very strong woman, being my mom, like very headstrong, um, handles business very well. She taught me a lot about what it takes to like get into an industry like this, um, being able to have like a tough shell, basically. Um, that came from my mom as well. So I grew, I grew up blessed. I actually grew up blessed. So shout out to moms and dad. Shout out to my brother and my sister as well, for real. And my nephew who just got here <laughs> about a year ago. Congratulations. 
Yeah, thank you, thank you. It feels weird to be an uncle. I'm like, I'm 22 <laughs> years old and I'm already an uncle, right? It's wild. Man, wow. man, I was a, uh, I was an uncle of, when I was like 10. <laughs> oh, dude. See, and I'm tripping and being 22, being an uncle. It's like, you 10. Like, you don't even know what to do. <laughs> you know? Thanks, man. So what, yeah. what would you say, uh, just in life, man, you know what I'm saying? Coming from a, a good home and... You know what I'm saying? Seeing like seeing yourself transition in life, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Going to college, doing other things. What would be the hardest thing you think you had to overcome in life? Mm, the hardest thing I had to overcome in life. Um well, so far, I would say adapting um from being in a two parent household to a one parent household. Um, not saying it was like a struggle, but the the adaption was hard because it was when I went to high school, coming out of middle school. Um, so learning a lot of things and taking a lot of point of views from my mother was different. Um, but I still had my father. Um, of course, I had his POV, but you know, it was just different. Um, and then also learning how to move into the music industry. Um, I kind of, I was self-taught really. You know, it's, you know, probably the classic stories like sitting in your room till 3 a.m. on YouTube, learning how to mix songs, pressing CDs, knowing they're boo-boo, but you don't find out till later. So it's like, I went through all of that. No, yeah, seriously, in middle school, I was passing out CDs, um, doing covers, recording off this little mic and my laptop. Um, and then going into high school, kind of getting a sound there, but still not getting it. But coming to college is when I truly got into music, when I truly like figured out what I needed to do, how to do it, et cetera, et cetera. So I would say those two things, that the adaption of going from a two-parent household to a one-parent household and then also drilling myself and learning how to get into the music industry those those two things definitely yeah at what age would you say uh you you know you just know you want to do music i'll say comfort comfortably i'll say probably 13. um yeah, 13. I always used to sing in the choir. Again, shout out to mom. She had me and my brother in the choir, children's choir, all that. Then I actually got to middle school and I started leading our praise team at our church. Um, and once I got into that, I've always been into music. Um, but once I got into that and like holding a mic and being in front of people and singing and da 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 da, I learned that this is something I want to do for the rest of my life. Um, so create again, creating music as well was another impact, but I've just always been into it, you know, like just watching MJ. My dad forced us to watch all the MJ DVDs when we were younger, when they used to make those, they don't even make those no more, but, um, watched all the Beyonce behind the scenes with the family. So it was just like a little stuff. I always felt like I was into it. So yeah, definitely. 13. Um, so you, you said you just started from the church, you know, the choirs and just, you know, that, that's, um, I think along this region, man, I'll say like, just like, uh, interviewing artists and being an artist myself, you know, um, a lot of our stories are similar where it start. And I think, yeah, absolutely. Like, this region is so different and talented, you know, like, cause a lot of people look at the Carolinas. I know specifically South Carolina is like this, just this slow state, you know, mm -hmm. It's definitely a lot of talent here. You know what I'm saying? We're going to preview some of the talent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From Justin. <laughs> you know, 
<laughs> let's yeah. get into this interview and then, you know, learn a little bit about yeah. you. Before we right. That's what we like to do here, man. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate and try to inspire that. other people while they watch the show. Dude, and I be saying, like, the Carolinas, I be telling people, they, I say in about five years from now, Carolinas going to be something to play with. I mean, ain't going to be nothing to play with. Like, in my opinion, um, in terms of, like, how the market is going, like, people are moving to North Carolina. Uh, we have a lot of stars just coming out of North Carolina, with it, whether that be sports, music, uh, in the industry in general. Um, the city of Chapel Hill, you know, having the GOAT MJ, of course. You got Fayetteville with Murray and, and uh, Cole. Then you got Tusi now right out of Raleigh, literally went to a high school 10 minutes from mine which is crazy. They used to be one of our rivals when we used to play. Um, so, like, just North Carolina in general, I feel like it's just a really on its own little come up, in my opinion. Yeah. Fact. So, how would you describe the feeling of, you know what I'm saying, like you, you mentioned Tootsie, seeing the artist that, you know, like, came from a place where you came from. You know, how does that make yeah. you feel about, you know what I'm saying, your, and your goals that you want to accomplish? Um, it's so wild because I remember being in high school. Remember, I told you in high school, I was still kind of like learning and doing my thing myself. But I, I remember like his mixtapes would be coming out in high school. And in high school, I never really even listened to his mixtapes, you know? So it's like, but we all, but I knew like who to was, so he would do shows and things like that. Um, and then going into college, when he started making music then, it was like, we were listening to him, but I was like, yo, he was, he's starting to pop. And me and my friend, like, coming up to now, me and my friends talk about all the time how it's like, it's crazy. We are all from the same city. And seeing his work ethic be put on front and display and see, like, what could be, we always talk about it. And he comes to our school central all the time, like, literally all the time. So we see him quite a few, actually. But um, it's, it's wild. It's so wild. And it's all, I think for anybody, it's always crazy to see somebody from your hometown literally make it to the big, you know, big time. It's just, it's surreal because it's like, if you can do it, then why can't I do it? You know? So, absolutely. It's all, it's wild to think about. For real. For sure, man. So, who who would you say uh, is some of the artists that inspire you today? You know, like some of the artists in the industry? Um, Definitely Black. Black's whole vibe uh, is something I actually, that's the sound that I really am into in terms of like when I record music and things like that. I feel like that's where I am my most creative. Um, and his work, the, the way he works and the way he creates his music is kind of similar to how I am. So I think that relation just, and I just love his music in general. So Black is definitely one. Wordplay, J. Cole. J. Cole. Um, Another inspiration for me, Beyonce, because of her work ethic. I've always looked up to her work ethic since young. Just seeing how she maneuvers in the industry. Uh, same with Jay-Z, like work ethic. Um, inspired, who else do I The baby is somebody I listen to a lot. I'm not inspired, I just like his sound a lot. Um, I think he came into the game with a different kind of bop. I really like that. Um, yeah, the baby. I think he came. Way different. Baby Jesus. Yeah, you're right. And that's. And I think that's why his he's so big now. Of course, we know who the baby is. But, like, I, I look at that because people don't market the way he markets. And, like, the, again, the way he came into the industry was wild style. So, a uh, huge shout-out to him. And then, uh, it's a lot of artists that say work ethic. And Lil Baby's been working, too. 
Little Baby's been working too. I think, yeah, Little Baby. But if I were to go back to like my inspirations from when I was a kid growing up, it would be Chris Brown and Usher from Men, because that's all I used to listen to. Chris Brown and Usher. Usher was like, and weirdly, Gen, what is it, Gen Z? They don't understand when I say this. I'm like, Usher was y'all our Chris Brown like back in that time. You know, you know, Usher was nothing to play with. So that's all we used to listen to in the crib. So, yeah. Usher was for sure. Yeah, <laughs> no cap, man. For sure, man. So, uh, as you know, reflect, do you feel like, well, I don't want to say do you, because I know you do, but um, just looking at your reflection, like how you said you came from, you know, uh, middle school and high school and then, like, really getting into it, mm-hmm. what would you say you love about, like, where you are, like, where you transition to? Oh, definitely. Um, dude, it's the most humbling experience right as of right now. Um, you know, I hear a lot of like big time artists say the most fun they've had in their career was the come up. Um, and I and I've ex- being able to experience like the then and the now is kind of surreal. Um, I made a lot of goals for myself coming to college, and thank to God, like I actually like accomplished some of those goals. Like I made a goal my freshman year to open up for the hip hop concert. I said, because like when I came to this HBCU, I was like, they seasoned me very well. Not saying I wasn't already seasoned, but just like the vibe and what these uh, kids listen to, what they were like received well. I learned, dude, and me and my boy, shout out to E-Man, cause he also opened up with me. Um, but just manifest, like manifestations coming true, truly. Um, so being able to open for the hip hop concert this year was just like, yo, you're doing something right. You know, like you're doing something right. Um, and also just seeing people support, dude. I think the biggest thing is just seeing that people like what you do. You know, like it could it could be as simple as opening for the hip hop uh, hip hop concert, but to actually see people come out and support that and support the music I put out is like the, the best feeling. And I know you can probably experience like it's no better feeling than seeing people like your stuff and actually tune into your stuff. For sure, definitely. For sure, for sure. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure any artist, any athlete can relate to what I'm saying, you know, like any of that. So uh, with all of your creativity, you know, since you're talking about your creativity, mm-hmm. what would you say is like that the most sentimental song to you that you put out now? As of right now, um, Secure. Secure? Secure. I put out Secure. So basically that song was about being in a relationship but you're not really feeling like you're fulfilled or you're you're secure in that relationship you know and i feel like everybody has gone and i personally have gone through this like everybody has gone through that relationship where you feel like things are cool you're safe but at the same time you're not getting something you know um so and i wrote that i ain't gonna lie i wrote that one night i was just sitting in my room i had my projector up it was dark and i heard my uh I heard the beat and I just started freestyling a little bit. Mm-hmm. So freestyle a little bit on it. Um, and I just like how it sounds, you know, just as in simple words, just like how it sounds, but I listen to it every single day, every single day. Yeah, definitely. So uh, what, who would you say is some, uh, I know you named some artists that, you know, that, you know, you're inspired by, but mm-hmm. name three artists that you could work with right now today who, who three artists would you want to work with or what three artists would you want to work with um if i were to, any artist number one black 
Um, number two, if I could work with, oh, that's a good question. Black, Lil Baby, and Adele. 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 Dude, and I've always liked Adele. Um, I think, again, she's just one of those artists. She's kind of different from everybody else. But it's like, you know, her voice and... But I like, and aside from the music, I love her attitude and like her personality. I think it's, I think it's dope. So I've always said, if I ever like get there, the biggest goal for me would be making a song with Adele, like one day. Oh, and let me add Bruno Mars. Let me add Bruno Mars too. Bruno, Bruno, Bruno. Because I like artists with um with energy too. Like in terms of like performance. Bruno and Bruno is like top five for me. So yeah, Bruno Bruno is definitely a great performer, man. I got him in like top five. I feel like nobody is gonna ever top like Michael Jackson when it comes to nope. performing. But no, nope. Bruno is Bruno is up there though. Absolutely, his energy, his vocal people don't people sleep like in terms of just having energy. He has the energy and the vocals with it too. Energy and the vocals. So he's he's actually an artist I got to see. He came to Raleigh one time, but I missed it. But yeah. Show all it is. So, what would you say uh, to someone who's, you know, what I'm saying, inspiring to like start into the music or just, you know, mm-hmm. as an artist? What words of encouragement would you get? Encouragement. Um, keep working. Uh, I hate, and I try not to give a cliche answer, but keep working. Um, and I say that because that's what I had to do personally. Um, I learned that it may sound good in the moment, but it can always be better. I think that was the biggest thing that I had to learn, like whether it be me making a song by myself or having help from someone, it can always be better. And every time you make music, every time you create something or do an interview, it it gets better each time. So it just comes with a little bit of seasoning, right? So just keep working um, and continue to be inspired and don't be afraid to accept criticism. Don't be afraid to accept criticism. Um, everything you do may not be the best of value of what you thought. And sometimes people will tell you that. And sometimes those people are right. And I say, you know, and I say that so specifically because, you know, every, every, everybody will tell you they don't like something, but somebody could just be hating or whatever, blah, blah. But yeah, be able to take criticism um, and keep working for sure. Criticism and work. Especially in this feel, industry. Facts. How do you feel like, uh, or how hard is balancing being a, a full-time college student, man, and, and still having like the passion to be an artist and do music? How hard is that? Ooh. Uh, I, okay, I used to tell people that it's kind of like slots, uh, easy, a little slick, but it's, mm-hmm. it's tough for certain aspects of when I want to be creative, it's difficult because um, I have to deal with like be only recording on the weekend because during the week I will have classes in the morning from uh, being in school, like from like nine to 12 or nine to two. Then I go straight to work from like two to six, sometimes seven, depending if I have a meeting or whatever. And at my job, I'm screaming all day. So when I want to come home and record, I got to eat, finish homework. I can record, let's say maybe 11 o'clock. But after a day of yelling, sometimes my voice isn't really there to like where I want it to be. Um, and that just comes with the job I have, just, and that's just specific. But so learning that making time to make music was a little difficult. Um, it's easy to write, 
you know, and it's easy to like have your beats loaded up, but actually making time to record the music was probably the most difficult thing. Um, but I've, I've learned to kind of get around it a little bit. I've had a little more, bit more free time my senior year, so. But definitely that, and um, what else? And also just managing to like, if I want to travel or if I want to, you know, do things like that, I have to make sure it's okay with my, my school and my job, so. Yeah, it, you know, little stuff, but it gets to be a little difficult, but it's nothing I can't like manage or anything like that as of right now, as of right now. So uh, what's your recording process look like now? Um, are you doing a lot of the engineering yourself or are you going to a studio? Mm-hmm. Um, people, all I could have said this at the beginning, this is something people don't know about me. Every single song I've came out with, I have written and recorded myself. Every single song. So um from my big song which is like good at it the most known song it was written and recorded in my bedroom and another thing every single song has been written and recorded in my bedroom as well um but again that just came from learning from middle school through high school just learning the software doing research on how to mix what mic i should get you know just all that background work um yeah so Normally, I just set up, I already have my mic and stuff set up with the headphones. Normally, I just plug in. And if I have a song that's sent to me, whether it be like from somebody else, or if my boy would send me a beat, then I'll just kind of hop on it in my room. But I have to be in the right vibe. Um, so I might like, you know, smoke a little something or might just take, you know, you know, take a few days on the beat or whatever, you know, do whatever you got to do. Um, but for me, after just being that right vibe, um, and a lot of times I've actually learned that I get in that vibe late at night now, but that's because I go to sleep late at night. Um, so a lot of times I'm recording like past 12 o'clock. I never catch myself recording during the day anymore, which is weird. I'm but yeah. I like that too, man. Uh, I put out this uh, this EP one time. Uh-huh. It was like four songs. I recorded the whole EP in like one night. But yeah, like- hey, was it late? And you yeah, just kind of went through the and it was you just, right. I started, I started at about I want to say it was about eleven thirty, and by mm-hmm. the time I got done with like editing and doing everything, it was probably like four o'clock in the morning. Dude, exact, bro. And people uh, again, I, people don't understand like when we say it's easy to like write a song, put a song together. Why don't you put my music out? Because like the whole mixing process and da 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 da, you will literally be up all night. And the night will be gone by the time the songs are done, which is crazy. But it, but it's a vibe though. It's a vibe though, which is why my last the song we previewed tonight is actually called Vibe Check Freestyle, mm-hmm. and I wrote it because I wrote that song in the dark in my room, sitting in the corner, uh, listening just listening to music, and I was and I wrote to the beat, and it was kind of like a freestyle beat, and I kind of recorded in the same night type thing, like eleven thirty, three o'clock, whatever, whatever. Uh, in my college dorm. So, yeah, it's definitely a vibe, bro. So, we definitely going to get into it, man. Yeah. So, man, just uh, a couple more questions and, you know, we can get into the video. How do you think networking is for our artists or engineer? Um, The most important. I think it's the most important. Um, Because this business specifically is about connections and it's about networking um it's not about like necessary it is about what you know but it's really about who you know um and i just learned that that just makes your chances of having a bigger fan base as well 
Um, so like when I go out places, I like to meet people face to face. And I'm a person that if we met one time, um, I'm going to probably remember your face um, and remember your name type thing. So I like to meet a lot of people one on one. Um, and just I think it's the most important because you never know who somebody knows, you know. So never be afraid to like, introduce yourself to somebody or have somebody introduce themselves to you. Um, I'm learning now working with people, working with artists and uh, being open to being different, you know, that's something I'm getting into now. So yeah, I think it's definitely the most important. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Right, For sure. What would you say is the ultimate goal for your music and, you know, your music career and your journey? What's the ultimate goal? My ultimate goal, um, I want to be able to actually support my entire family. Um, being my mother and my brother, nephew, sister, grandma, father. And another thing, and I just want to be able to do this for the rest of my life. Um, and just being able to say I did something. Um, I, I like to, I'm, I get into this thing with my circle, my group of friends a lot about like life in general, how we only have a hundred years on this planet. We're the type of group, I'm the type of, I have the type of friends we get into those conversations a lot. <laughs> but so yeah, we talk a lot about just like what you want to do while you're here. And a, a good moment that showed me this is definitely what I want to do was opening for the hip hop concert. And just being in that moment, experiencing that moment and just saying like, this is something I love to do. This is my passion. Um, I like other things. Like I like being in the youth department at my job. I love being around my friends, but my biggest passion definitely is music. Uh, definitely, definitely music. Um, and just being able to go across the world with it, dude. I think that's like, it's a dream, but it's like the biggest, best dream, you know? Thanks. Definitely. And I have a great supporting cast who my mom keeps me humble through everything. My group of friends travel with me everywhere I go. We all went to Atlanta, then Alabama in like two days. So yeah, I'm definitely humble by my friends, but I, it's just something I've wanted to do for a long time now, for sure. Show sure, man. For sure, man. So uh, let's get into this new video, man. You talked a little bit about oh. it. Oh. This thing, man, the vibe check freestyle. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you want me to talk about it real quick? Should I say yeah, so? let's talk about it. Yeah, so all right, so vibe check. We, all right, let me let me let me track back. I gotta take out my phone. So vibe check was actually released a long time ago. I believe. Hold on, I'm on my Instagram right now. Trying to go back to where I first put it out. So I put it out again. I told you it was a freestyle originally. So what I did originally was I recorded the song and I was like, ooh, this this is actually a vibe. Like, I know he said that. I was like, okay. So I got my sister, bro, who's like 11 years old at, at the time. Was, was she 12? 11. And we went to the back of my neighborhood with my iPhone and we shot in the woods. No cap. Shot in the woods. And I put it on my Instagram. I didn't put it on YouTube or nothing like that. So I put it out and people actually liked it. So there's this company called Music Breaker. Um, I don't know if you heard of that. They're on like Instagram. Um, and it's a big company and they had a competition for Rolling Loud. They were like picking people to perform at Rolling Loud. And I put out the video and the video I put out actually helped me get like over 300 comments for that uh, competition, which was crazy. So. I put the song out as a part of my B-Day collection. It was on my EP, which was The Cure and Vibe Check, yeah. which was put out in August. And I never put out an actual video for it. So my cousin, which is Darrell, shout out to FFTV, 
we he was in town for Thanksgiving and he also filmed my homecoming movie as well. Yeah. He was like, let's work. He was like, you got anything you want to shoot? And I said, hey, let's go do, let's just do vibe check real quick. I was like, it's two minute song. Let's go downtown. It was freezing. And this was literally two days ago. This was two days ago. So Thanksgiving Eve. Shot it downtown, finished at like two in the morning, and then he put it together, sent it to me today. So that's Vibe Check Freestyle. This is the video we about to check out. And yeah, downtown Raleigh. Shout out to Raleigh. Got to shout out the home team, you know. Yeah, of course. Get into it. I'm going to mute myself. Should I mute myself? You can if you want to. Yeah, all right. I'm going to mute myself. <clears throat> I'm trying to see how this thing coming up. Get a full. Oh, I want to get the full screen. The full screen action going on. That's fine. There we go. We got the full screen action going. Yeah, let's get it. <laughs> get it. Felt about that shit came swinging through your doors. Trying to ride your waves, so know my feelings are sure. Can we run it back to say we did this shit before? Let me run it back to say I said that shit before. I got you to myself, but now I'm wanting you some more. And when we fuck, I know I have your neighbors at your door. Not here to waste your time or break your hustle, I'm out there for. Got you to the room and take your feelings on a tour. Seeing what's inside of me, I've never been so proud of me. Addicted to your comedy and fucking with your honesty. I fuck you on a balcony and come up with a colony. So now we fly economy with students of astronomy. And when we study policies, we do this shit so flawlessly. I'm coming off the top and for the record, this a prophecy. Yeah. But you is where I gotta be, like numbers to the lottery. Your mood is quite the odd. Better than your last man was. Better than your last man was. Do better than you ever could. Do better when you understood. Intentions always tap for the good. The nigga won't ever know good. Better than your last man was. 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 Shout out to downtown Raleigh. We FFTV. Yeah, shout out to downtown Raleigh, man. Shout out to downtown Raleigh. Yeah, vibe check. Um, I know some people have already heard that song for a while now, but now the video is out, so I also got to promote that video, man. <laughs> Yeah, check out the video for sure. Live check. Appreciate you for playing it, man. Oh, man, it's a dope vibe, man. Like you said. Yeah, it's thank, a, you. Thank, you. Vibe, thank you. Thank you. It's a vibe, right? It's a vibe check. <laughs> Absolutely. So, man, you know what I'm saying? On our show, we like to do, uh, we know we ask you a lot of questions, but uh, we kind of like to uh, make you think a little bit. We do this little segment we call the question of the day. You know okay. what I'm saying? The question of today is for everybody to participate. Uh, the audience that's watching, um, mm -hmm. you know, so I can type your answers in. You answer it. 
and I'll answer it. Um, okay. And you know, we don't it's just it's never scripted, you know what I'm saying? Just, right, right, right. So I say for a question of today. Hmm. How long do you think uh it should take someone to give up on a dream? Mm. How long should it take someone to give up on a dream? <laughs> um I will say if there is no movement, no push, any progress. Are we talking about all right? I'll stay. I would say general. You can give. You gonna give an answer? I'm gonna give it. We do question of the day. It just. Oh. Yeah, you can give. All an right, answer, man. It's supposed to be like you think about this question and then give like an answer that's kind of like motivating people. I guess I don't know. We always do. It. <laughs> all right, I would say, um, you can give up. I think seven years. Seven years. Seven years. If there's no progress. You know, if you're not really seeing nothing jump. Oh, it's crazy you say seven years. You know, seven is the number of uh completion, right? Completion, right? Because uh, but um, look at it from this perspective. A lot of people say that right. seven is the number of completion, but I feel like right. seven is the number of like rest and restructure. You feel me? Because I'm gonna tell you why. Because a lot of people oh. on the seventh day, he rests. Right. Uh, yeah. Sunday. You know, Come on, bro. You know what I'm saying? Six days. Yeah. Completed it. But a lot of like people like to say seven is the number of completion. But I say it's it like rest, you know what I'm saying? Restoration. And I say, yeah, and I say seven because I was thinking to myself, I said, okay, if you give it five years, you know, five years is like, okay, five years I've been doing this. Am I wasting my time? You know, you start having those mm -hmm. questions. Then I was thinking with 10 years, I've been, if there's no, you know, if nothing's really happening in 10 years, I, this ain't for me. And, you know, it's just 10 years is a long time without, you know, whatever. So I, I went with seven. Definitely. Okay. Progress is on two. <laughs> right. I love what she said. Absolutely. Yeah, she tells me that all the time. All the time. She says it doesn't, and this I feel like it runs in my family. My videographer, who is also my cousin, he told me the first day of our homecoming week tour, he said on Wednesday they closed down the event because it like got cold and whatnot. And I went out there late, and they were like closing down, and it was like five to ten people out there. And I was like, well, you know, if they're closing down, I can go ahead because I had to go to another event that same night. I said, we can get ready for the next event. Um, he said, well, it don't matter. How many people are in the crowd? He said, if you don't perform, if you want to perform, he said, it doesn't matter how many people are in the crowd. My mom always tells me the same thing. She says, it doesn't matter if it's two people. It only takes one person. And I tell all my friends, I said, no matter what you do, I don't care if it's music, cooking, whatever, it only takes one person to change your life. Like one person to see what you're doing and like believe in what you're doing and actually help you out, you know, with that dream. So. Yeah, it was like 10 people out there. It was cold. You could see each other's breath, but we rocked out. No, seriously. For sure. I, I'll say my answer to that question. Um, let me see. I, I don't, it's hard to put a time limit on it, you know? That's what I was thinking. But 
I just feel like um I feel like you should never give give up on your dreams, but I feel like you also have to be a realist. You know what I'm saying? Right. Really like, right. You know what I'm saying? You can't let the you can't let chasing your dreams be the <clears throat> I don't, I don't, be the story of your life. You know what I'm saying? I know they yeah. say like the only difference between a loser right. and a winner is a, a winner just played until he wins. Or mm-hmm. until he won. But I feel like as long as you can maintain the chase and take care of responsibilities, then that right. Like, that the part that... to like take over like you being responsible. The reality. Mm-hmm. Like that's a that's a you know, maybe you need to reconsider re- Absolutely. And that and that's what I was saying, like in terms like putting the time on it. If seven years goes by and I'm like, you know, I'm not really just seeing anything happen and I'm putting all this money into shows and for me, like music videos and such, et cetera, et cetera, and it's just eating away at me, then I think that's the time where I have to like maybe again seven years stop, maybe restructure, regroup. Um, but I also do definitely believe in never giving up on your dreams. Because we know artists uh, again, going back to me specifically, uh, that make it at 30. You know, like we have artists that come in at the game at like 30 years old. We think that's old, but that's like to me, whenever you're dreaming, it ain't you ain't never too old. Long if you get there, you get there, right? So, yeah, oh, definitely. I it's like 40 when he rebranded. <laughs> no, I'm just like. <laughs> and I was whoa, and I was about to say two chains too, because <laughs> that's wild you say that. Because I went to a two chains show uh, in 2018. He did our uh, he did A and T's homecoming, and I was like, yo, two chains is like up there in age, being been out for a minute, for real. <clears throat> Good answer, yeah, man. man. Answers for the question of the day, man. We got I'm one more segment man. we like to do. Everybody can get involved into it. It's time right. for a little bit of this or that. Oh, that's lit. Hey, we playing a lot of, we having a lot of conversation and doing a lot of things that my friends do not. Fuck with that, for real. This or that. All right, man, this is how you play this or that. I'm just going to ask you. You can ask some too. Just ask you like something and you just pick one. So if I All say right, bet. Uh, Hip hop or R and B? That. That's that's this right. that you can pick one. Oh, like, um, <laughs> me R and B, R and B. Um, that's my turn. R and B too. R and B. Yeah, yeah. All right, man. You and we ask everybody from the south this one, man. IHOP or Waffle House? Waffle House. That's easy, bro. That's <laughs> that's easy, bro. Come on, you man. People that want the Waffle House, man. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing like a good waffle from Waffle House. Eggs hit different too. All have you been to Waffle House? Obviously, so it's like, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, come on. What would you pick? Obviously. Yeah, me. I, waffle House is is where I'm going. I'm definitely right. You're right. <laughs> like I feel like that's uh, a no brainer. Somebody like y'all want? I'm like, I have a Waffle House. I'm gonna say Waffle House every time. Facts. Yeah. Uh, let me think. Uh... Oh, studio, uh, recording in the studio, or doing it yourself? Uh, right, doing it myself, doing it myself. And even if I went to a studio, um, 
like I, when I, I like to tell people like, hey, you mind giving me like 10 minutes, like get into it. Cause I ain't gonna lie. I'm like, I don't have stage fright, bro. But it's something about like recording in front of people. Like I can't really get into the, the mode that I really want to get into. Unless it's like somebody real, real close that I don't really like care about being in there. But yeah, dude. I don't know. It's something like in order for me to get in my bag for real, I just need everybody like don't look at me or do something else or just step out, whatever. But yeah, I feel you though, cause um, it's like I have like recorded with other people, but it's mm-hmm. like I can hear a difference. Like when I'm by myself, yeah. I'm like doing this music. I could like I'm a certain way. Yeah, and, then, and like, I I think people. it's not like I'm shy or nothing. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Right. I guess uh the prep procedure is different like when I'm here, I guess. Like when I'm by mm-hmm. myself, it's just like I'm gonna get in this zone. I yeah, and I, th- I was about to say, zone. I think when you're by yourself, you're you're given the ability to truly like zone out. Like when you're recording with other people, uh whether like the stuff will may be good. Um, when you're recording by yourself, you literally have like all room for error. You have all room for like you want to change it up a little bit. You don't really have people tell you like, nah, but I think just recording by yourself naturally is just like, you're just on your own doing your thing, really filling it out. So yeah, I would say by myself. That was a good one. Though. I think that's the first time I heard that question. For real. It is. Hey, I think. Like... Oh, all right. Um, A good this or that. Bojangles or Zaxby's? Ooh, that's a good one. Mm. Mm. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that's another down south one right there. Yeah. I'm going to have to go with Zaxby's. I say Zaxby's. I'm going to say Zaxby's too. I was I was really hoping you were going to say Zaxby's because I, I eat Zaxby's like twice a week. Like, well, I don't um, I eat Bojangles. See, the thing is, I rock with Zaxby's, but Zaxby's here mm-hmm. in Atlanta is always on, and Bojangles is like literally around the corner from my crib. So I, yeah, I just go there. You know what I'm saying, dude? I I used to eat Bojangles a lot. Um, I actually got tired of it because I ate it every single morning after church when I was on the praise team. They would want to go to Bojangles between services every Sunday. And I did that for like a year, and I stopped eating. I, and it took me a while to get back into Bojangles. I just got back into it, like probably coming to college like two years ago, maybe. Yeah. But yeah, for a while I was not eating. I'm weak. Mom says Zaxby's, of course. Shout out to Zaxby's. You already know. Um, I'm trying to think. Of, hold on, because I want to get you Chick-fil-A a good. Chick Fil A or Zaxby's? Chick Fil A is that. All right, uh, I'm gonna have to go with Zaxby's. Zaxby's over Chick Fil A. Okay. I'm gonna have to because uh, don't you get more variety at Zaxby's? You do, but you know they got the Jesus chicken there. Uh, I know, chicken. I know they do, and that's and that's what I was over here thinking. <laughs> I was comparing the chicken sandwiches. Have you have you had a chicken sandwich from Zaxby's? Yeah, man. Uh, my favorite one is the kicking chicken. Uh, all right. Look, all right. So when you think about that, and you think about the Chick-fil-A sandwich. 
I don't know though, cause uh, if you go to Chick Fil A and you get the chicken, um, the chicken sandwich, and you ask for uh, the honey roasted, I think it's the honey roasted ranch or something like that. Yeah, honey, honey, honey roasted ranch. You put it on your chicken honey sandwich, man. Everybody be talking sauce, but that honey roasted ranch. Right. The one. Hey, look, nah, keep keep it on the DL. Keep that on the DL. We're not about to put them on. Chick-fil-A be hit and miss sometimes. That is true. It do. Yeah. It do. That's why Zaxby's here never never really miss. The one the one by by here. Only thing I don't like about Zaxby's if is uh when you get the wings, you gotta eat the wings hot. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. They're gonna be soggy. If, if look, and me personally, I this may sound whatever, but I personally don't like heating food up. Like, uh, my mom will get on me now. I will get food. If I put it in the refrigerator and it's in there for, like, overnight, next day, I just, it don't hit the same. I, I just can't. Yeah. I know. I know, bro. <laughs> now, different, the only difference, like, I got leftovers from Thanksgiving that I've been eating all, like, the last two days. Um, But if it's, like, some takeout and I put it in the refrigerator, I, I don't eat it next day. If it's a burger and it's, nope. Oh, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. Stuff like, like that. Uh, leftovers oh. in general. Oh, no, nah, no. Nah. If I go, like, to one of my favorite restaurants, Longhorn, and if I get, like, food from there or a steak and I bring, I'm going to definitely eat that up, you know. But, yeah, the takeout, I don't believe in heating up takeout. Not at all. Yeah, I, don't, um, I don't really see myself reheating up fast food anyway. Like, I mm-hmm. think the only thing that I would reheat up is, like, pizza. Right. And then that's the only fast food you would heat up. Yeah, yeah. Everything else, nah. Gotta eat it fresh. Fresh. Um, hold on, I got one. I have one, I meant. Yeah, let me get one more. Oh, no, no, where was it? Oh, watching, watching. NBA or NFL? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm gonna say NFL, because um, I'm a basketball fan, but... I like college basketball more than I do. Uh, yeah. I just like playoff NBA uh, playoff basketball. Yeah, and I would say, I will, I would say NBA. And the only reason I say NBA is because the only team I really watch in terms of uh, football is Panthers. I'm Panthers fan. Um, and I'm a Brady friend, fan. So Tom Brady. I don't really watch. Yeah, I don't really watch that many. You are. Yeah. See, I'm a, I'm a Tom Brady. I feel like Brady is a G-O-A-T. I ain't going to get into that discussion, but, you know, whatever. Uh, but I would say NBA because I'm a huge Braun fan, Curry fan, Kyrie, KD. I like. I normally watch basketball for the entertainment. Like, yeah. of course, I like playing it. Um, But same here. Where I'm staying now, Chapel, I got a Chapel Hill flag over there. I'm a huge Chapel Hill fan, literally. And I'm now blessed. The NBA doesn't get like interesting to me until like after the All Star break. Like you know, like who who's gonna like be in the playoffs? Who's trying Dude. to get that? You know what I'm saying? Like because we in a we in a day and time in the NBA where people don't like to play for real until it's after All Star break. You know, like teams don't really get into it till after All Star break. So, but when you turn on NFL, every game you can promise. Every game you can promise you're gonna have a good. <laughs> Something, yeah. you feel me? Something. So, but yeah, I'll probably say NBA only because I watch it more. I watch it more. So. I watch it more. I feel yeah. it. I feel 
And plus, I be heavy on my little uh, NFL fantasy. You know what I'm saying? My oh, I don't even get into that. Trying to get me a little, trying to get a little coins. <laughs> yeah, my my uh, roommate, I believe, is trying to get into that. But I, I personally haven't gotten into that at all. I don't even know how it works. All things. It's just, I mean, you know, like with FanDuel, you basically can pay, play fantasy in every sport. So you can make NBA rosters, NFL rosters. You could do soccer rosters, NHL, mm-hmm. and basically, you know, what I'm saying you, you. It's basically like gambling, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. Like you got mm-hmm. this fantasy team that you you betting to go against any team, any of the team in the world. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, and if you, I mean, oh. if you win, you win like millions of dollars if you do win. Yeah, I might, I might, I might have to invest in that. What you think about um, I don't know, heard NFTs and this new like coming of like this metaverse they talking about. You heard of that? Yeah, I. What you, what you like, think about that? Had the time to like sit down. Right. Think about me, man. I'm like, I'm gonna, <laughs> I ain't gonna say I hate the trends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 I don't like to feed the trendy things, you know what I'm saying? Me either much right now, it's just like too new, me. too of a trend. And maybe I, you know, I don't want to feel like I'm just like jumping on a bandwagon without uh actually doing my research. Mm-hmm. What's up, Amaya? Yeah, same. Nah, my um, and I asked you because I was actually asking, hoping to get a little information out of it. My roommate has been like the last week has been talking about like, hey, bro, you better get in the NFTs. You better, you, you, they talking about a metaverse. And I was like, what is this metaverse? And he's like, everything going to be digital and da, 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 da. Um, and I've just now, since that conversation, I've seen it like over the last few days. Like I saw Chris Brown post about an NFT and uh, some artists invest. I think it was Post Malone invested in like this thing or something like that. So I was hoping to get some info out of it. But <laughs> yeah, wild style. I guess we'll see. I guess I we'll see. I don't, I don't know. Like everything is going to be a, a, in a metaverse because what makes well, uh, what makes money a resource is that it's backed by our natural resources. You know, the government right. is backing it and it's backed by like other natural resources that we have to provide and services. So I don't see like the whole world. Be, it's kind of like crazy. Like everybody is saying like, Everybody is trying to, you know, everybody's trying to make electric cars. Now, that's the new thing. Yeah. Eventually, they want all the world to be running electric, like off of electric airplanes, electric motorcycles. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But in reality, that's kind of like. Wow. Because I don't, it'll be a while. If if it happens, it'll be some time. And because you got to also think, um, completely agreeing with what you just said, like, you got to also think of that adaption like how long that was if you think about it like moving everything into electric like having to teach people go like talking specific having to teach people how to fly a car um and all that whatnot like making it, it would take a while it would take a while it, it ain't even more so of the uh like the adaption yeah like everybody have to adapt but you got to think about the extinction of like how you yeah out now you know what i'm saying like you feel me? Like that's yeah. How you gonna like rid somebody's mind of driving? You know what I'm saying? Or like yeah, that would oh that would be crazy. I ain't thought about that. That's gonna be ten times better than your gas car. You know, like I want my American Muscle. You feel me? Like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I I haven't thought about I that part. It. That's that's wild though. 
That's wild, though. Like, like, dude. Like how they say the dinosaurs, a big meteor came and killed all of You ain't going to be able to kill all these out there. Nah, like, nah. See, you still going to want it. I ain't think about that. Hey, that's wild. Yeah. Put me on. I ain't, I ain't going to lie. I, ain't th- I haven't thought about that POV. Yeah, because uh, then they're like, well, uh, these these uh, car companies aren't going to make any more gas cars. Well, what are they going to do with all the gas cars that's still here? It's not like everybody go out and buy a new car every day. Yeah, you know right. Just a couple of kids that know how to fix them. I mean, yeah, they're just completely right. have to, like, stop selling gas. And they're not going to yeah. do that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Kill a lot of jobs, you know. Yeah. It would put a huge hurt on the economy, in my opinion. Um, if they were to do that, like, right now. But, dude, look. But, look, I always also say you never know. You never know. The world is constantly changing. And so, you know, so I don't put nothing past anything, if I'm being honest. You know what I think? Yeah. I think, like, thing is really what's going on in this year and this age yeah. is that, uh, you know, they teach us evolution. I feel mm-hmm. like the world is ready to evolve into the next phase, but no one really knows what that phase is. So we're trying to create this, like, right. super phase of evolution. When science fiction type thing you know what I'm saying? I, I feel like you know and oh you know what I'm thinking I think to kind of, it's weird that we're having this conversation I to hit on that I think a part of that evolution is our intellect is evolving like we have kids now who are like four years old having like full-grown conversations like we're seeing this like we have the pleasure of having social media like to see how kids are now growing up everything is from the time they come out the wound you're in front of a screen you're so instantly you're learning something you know people don't think about that I think the biggest difference in this evolution is definitely going to be how fast we evolve I think like the next 30 to 40 years we're going to see a huge pace in like medicines and technology and things like that but that's because from 2021 and on we're bringing children into an already crazy intellectual universe does that make sense like yeah. i think yeah right yeah 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 so i think just to hit on your point definitely our our human intellect is definitely going to hit like a another phase in my opinion yeah Thanks, man. That, was a, man, that was a good question <laughs> for sure Yo, man so, Mr. Reed, Justin Reed, go ahead and plug in one more time for everyone. Yeah. Let them know where they can find the Vibe Check Freestyle. Well, let them know where they can find your music, where to follow you. For sure. For sure. Um, yeah. Um, one, shout out to 1409 Podcast. This was probably one of my, not probably, it was the latest conversation I had in terms of just having a conversation. I appreciate y'all for sure for having me on. Um, Thank you for the platform, my guy. You are lit. Great meeting you. Um, I, and then my boy, what, QT? Behind the scenes. KT, uh, yeah, shout out to him as well. Um, but, yeah, my name is Justin Reed. Um, I go by J. Reed sometimes or most of the time. You can find me at I Am Justin Reed on all platforms. My music is out on all platforms. On all of my social media, I have a link in my description to so where you can find my music. Shout out to FFTV. Shout out to my moms, Amaya. and Shout out to you guys again. Yeah, thank y'all. We got some, we doing, oh, and December 1st, I got a clothing line coming out. So shout out to that. December 1st, clothing line dropping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check that out on my Instagram. For sure, man. Be sure to go ahead and follow 
Follow Justin Reed on Instagram at I am Justin Reed. Make sure y'all click that link in his bio. Click his link tree. You know what I'm saying? You will see all his music right there. See that clothing line that's it. coming out as well. All of it. Yes, sir. Do that. You already know where to follow the podcast on 1409 Podcast on all social medias. Make sure y'all subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, check out our website, 1409podcast.com slash shop. Got the new shirts yeah. in. Make sure y'all go ahead and cop a shirt. You feel cop me? the merch. Cop the merch. You got to cop the merch. You know what Cop saying? the merch. As a matter of fact, I'm copping some merch. Make sure you send me that link when we get off here, all right? For sure. sure. Yeah. Right, Appreciate sure you guys. Uh, y'all can follow us uh, mm-hmm. on Always Fresh Record TV, man. Make sure y'all download the app. It's a black, black-owned market, black-owned TV network. So make sure y'all download that app. You can download it on your smartphone, Roku TV. That is always Press Record TV. You can find the podcast there. Anywhere you get your podcast for free on like Apple, Spotify, all that good stuff, man. Make sure y'all follow our other co-hosts. He ain't here tonight, but he here with us in spirit. Follow KT on IG at 843 Ambassador. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you follow me on all the social medias at Quality Meets World. It's the 1409 podcast. We out. (laughs) Appreciate it, man.